Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to the Inspired Mind Podcast with Ella Victoria. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys have all had a great week. You may or may not have noticed, but I took the week off last week. I just really needed a break in all honesty. I tried to record the podcast and I was just not in the greatest headspace because I was feeling a little bit run down and also there had been a few things going on that week in my personal life that hadn't gone to plan and then that was affecting my mood a little bit. So instead of me recording an episode and being a little bit, you know, low vibe, not in the best headspace, I decided to just take a break, have a week off. And now I feel so much better. It's crazy how in hindsight, I can see that it was the right decision to make because at the time I was like, am I just being really lazy? Is this bad that I'm taking a week off because I'm having my season break soon? But I really do think it was the right thing because I feel so much better now. And funnily enough, how I was feeling last week has actually inspired me to do this episode today. So I'm going to be chatting all about what to do when things don't go to plan. And that was pretty much what was affecting me a lot last week. So like I said before, there were a few things in my week that didn't go to plan. And I don't know about you guys, but I have always struggled with this when I have a plan and something doesn't go the way I expected it to. It can often throw a spanner in the works and just make me feel a bit unsettled because it's thrown a curveball in the way. And I've always struggled with this. So I thought that since that emotion came up last week, it was a good opportunity to kind of delve into it a bit deeper and do some research and come up with some tips and strategies for what to do when things don't go to plan. Because that's life, you can't guarantee things to go to plan always, but you can change your mindset around the things and just be a bit more resilient and just surrender to the whole process. So we're gonna get into chatting a little bit about that and what I've found 
from my research in a little bit. But before we get into the topic, I want to chat about what's been inspiring me. So I've been really, really busy lately. I feel like the last few weeks have been super fun. I went to fashion week last week. I also have been busy with my acting classes and something else I've been doing a lot is prioritizing my wellness, including my fitness, but also I've been going to saunas, which has been so, so fun. So last week I actually did two different sauna sessions at two different places. So at the start of the week, I went to a new gym. It's literally called gym, like J-I-M, and it's in Baronia in the Shire if you're a local in Sydney and they have an infrared gym. So the idea is that you do a normal workout but in an infrared room it gets to 40 degrees and you absolutely drip. So I tried it out for the first time last week and I did it this week as well and oh my gosh I loved it so much. I went with my friend Jess and it was just such a vibe in there. You don't actually have an instructor in there. There's just a TV and you just copy what the person's doing on the TV. And I know some people might not like it, but I actually found it like really nice because I could just zen out and listen to the music because there wasn't too much going on. So it was actually really meditative being in there. We also did the stretch classes. I think it was called the tone class, but it was nothing too strenuous. But honestly, when you're in a sauna, you don't need to do anything too crazy. But because we were warm, I felt like I could get a really deep stretch and I just felt so good for it. There's just something about sweating that makes you feel amazing. And I'm not a huge sweater when I go to the gym, when I lift weights and stuff, like I don't sweat that much. So going to a sauna gives me the opportunity to do that. And it just makes me feel so much clearer. Like I'm flushing everything out of my body. And overall, I just feel mentally a lot clearer as well. So I'm really excited to start implementing saunas into my routine a little bit more. And then I also went to another sauna location last week as well. It's called Rimba Sweat and it's in Cronulla. And we bumped up that sauna to 72 degrees, which is extremely hot. The max you can do is 80, but my boyfriend Braden was like, oh, let's just like, you know, put it quite high, but far out, it was a challenge. We were in there for 50 minutes and I was so red after. I definitely think that next time I go and do it, I won't be putting it up that high because it was a struggle, especially for the last 10 minutes, but it was really cool because they had Netflix in there. So we could sit and watch Netflix while we sweated it out. And then I just jumped in the shower and had a cold shower afterwards, which was so nice. But I'm actually really excited because this week I'm going to be going back to that sauna again, and I'm going to be trying out their contrast therapy. So they've got a session that you can book in where you go in the sauna and then straight afterwards you go in an ice bath and I'm excited but also a bit nervous about it honestly because I've tried to do an ice bath before and I didn't succeed however last time I tried to do one it was like in full-on frozen icy water like we had to crack the ice to get in there So I think this one's going to be a little bit different from what I've seen. It's just like a nice bath and the water is just regulated at a temperature that's really cold. So I'm like mentally, I feel a little bit better about that. Like the idea of sitting in ice just seems worse to me. I don't know. So we'll see. I'll update you, let you know how I'm going, but yeah, I'm feeling really good from going in the saunas. And like I was saying before, last week I was feeling a little bit run down. And after I did my second sauna session and just sweated it out, I felt so much better. I feel like I literally sweated my sickness out. So that is what has been inspiring me this week. This is your sign to try out a sauna. I 
feel like all these wellness places are popping up everywhere and I absolutely love it because wellness and recovery is so important. Like going to the gym obviously is amazing, but recovery is also a huge thing. So it's amazing that all of these little wellness centers are popping up. So with all that being said, let's get into today's topic and chat about what to do when things don't go to plan. So as we all know, life is full of unexpected twists and turns. You can't have the highs without the lows and sometimes things just don't go to plan and I know me personally I can be a little bit of a control freak sometimes and I like to feel like I have control over my life and when things don't go as expected sometimes it can throw a spanner in the works and really kind of rock the boat because it's something that I didn't anticipate but something I really want to work on is becoming okay with these disruptions and just more resilient. So obviously there are big disruptions that could happen in your life, like going through a breakup or missing a job opportunity. But then there's also little things that happen day to day, like a friend canceling lunch, for example, and you know, you having to make new plans. And these disruptions, whether they're big or small, can trigger feelings of anxiety, frustration, anger, disappointment. And I think it is invaluable to learn how to be more flexible and focus on solutions when we feel like this and find ways to put a positive spin on the unexpected outcomes and just find the silver lining because there usually is one. So I actually found a really great article on a website called Life Coach directory, but she shared a bunch of tips on what to do when things don't go to plan. And she had some really great advice in there. So I wanted to include some of them in this episode. And then I've added some more of my own strategies that I personally like to implement and just some mindset shifts that I've tried to do, especially in this past week when a few things weren't going to plan. But one thing the writer of the article said is that when things don't go to plan, she likes to have a strategy pre-planned ahead of time preferably written down and with a step-by-step guide in place. And she finds that super useful because then whenever things don't go to plan, she just refers that and does the steps to make herself feel better. And I was like, that is such a good idea because sometimes when you feel like this, you're not sure what the right thing is to do. But if you have a system in place and these steps that you know you should follow, That just makes things so much easier. So I'm definitely going to be doing this myself moving forward and hopefully this process can help you guys out a lot. So let's chat about some of the things that you can have in your toolkit for when things don't go to plan that you can fall back on when you need it. So first one is documenting the good and the bad. And we all know that it's so great to sit down and write a gratitude list and write down all of the things that are going well in our life. And while I think it is so amazing and obviously really beneficial to focus on the positive aspects of your life when you're journaling, it also can be really helpful to acknowledge the worries and concerns that you have and the things that haven't been going as amazingly in your life as you would have hoped. And that's okay. It doesn't make you negative. It just allows you to work through them by writing them down. And the act of just putting your thoughts onto paper really gives you a clearer perspective. It's like when you chat to someone about something going on in your life, sometimes by just talking about it, it really just makes you put things into perspective. And by hearing your own voice out loud, repeat these problems, you realize maybe that they're not as significant as you initially thought. And by writing down your worries and concerns, you get that same feeling as if you were to chat to someone about what's been going on in your life. But you don't even need to go into too much detail. Just start by 
jotting down your worries on a piece of paper and just what things haven't been going to plan. You can just write some short little headlines and then on the reverse of the sheet, do the same thing, but just write all of the good things that are happening in your life, the big and the small. And there's always something that you can find in your life that you're grateful for. And sometimes it's really easy to not notice it. So writing them down really makes these things obvious. And another great reason to write down your thoughts and your feelings is that getting your thoughts onto paper frees it from your subconscious mind. And that way you're not repeating that negative monologue over and over. You've kind of freed it. And so you can move on with your life now and not repeat that same thing over and over and you can stop dwelling on that thing that happened because you've written it down, you've acknowledged it. And once you've acknowledged the positives, you're able to then focus on them a lot more. So tip number two is gaining perspective. By reviewing your list of problems and worries, it can really help you realize that most of your issues aren't going to necessarily have a massive lasting impact on your life. Sit down and think about the problems that you're experiencing right now and whether they're still going to affect you next year. Because I think by thinking of it that way, it can really put things into perspective and it makes you realize that this is just temporary and not necessarily something that's going to be lasting long term. Tip number three is identifying solutions. So during these times of stress, our brains tend to fixate on the problems rather than recognizing that we possess. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. the capability to find solutions when you're in a negative headspace and things don't go to plan it's really hard to just quickly switch into solution mode so allow yourself to feel your feelings but don't dwell on them for too long after that you need to sit down and think of a solution because there's not just one way that you can solve your problems so when you're feeling a little bit calmer sit down and have a think about the solution and some actionable steps that you can take to fix this problem that's going on in your life and how are you going to move forward from here? What are you going to do next? It can be so easy to feel like that when things don't go to plan, you should just quit, throw the towel in and just give up. But that's not necessarily always the best thing to do. There's always different options and different ways that you can solve the problem. So yeah, when you're feeling a little bit calmer, have a think about some other ways that you can solve the issue. Step number four is to focus on attainable goals. So once you've established your solutions, break them down into small achievable steps. And once you get started, the momentum will build again and you'll be on the right track. So don't let something that doesn't 
doesn't go to plan stop you from doing anything ever again. It's just a bump in the road doesn't mean that you should stop altogether. Tip number five is to find the silver lining. So despite these difficulties, there's often an opportunity for growth and learning. And by revisiting the problem, you can identify the potential positives in each situation. And by doing this exercise, it encourages self-reflection and helps you improve for future endeavors. So say, for example, you were experiencing a business venture failure, reflect on what you've learned from that failure and the skills that were acquired and the resilience developed during the process, and then use those insights to refine your future strategies and increase your chances of success. You might've heard the saying that the comeback is always stronger than the setback. And this is so true and is definitely something to keep in mind. Tip number six is to understand that contrast is good too. I've said it before, but you can't experience the good without experiencing the bad. And if everything went smoothly all the time, there wouldn't be any contrasts and opposites. And you just potentially take things for granted because you just feel like things are good all the time. So when things get tough and problems arrive, we can see them as reminders of what we do have and have had so far. And the fact that you've had that thing in the past is a reminder in itself that it's possible to have it and that you can get back there. And just by knowing that, that should be a huge comfort in itself. Tip number seven is to remind yourself of impermanence. My mom has always said to me growing up that this too will pass and that nothing is permanent no matter how you feel, like it will pass. And I think that's a really reassuring way to think and allows you to think of the bigger picture and beyond how you're feeling in that current moment. So focusing on the affirmation of this too will pass and by visualizing an outcome beyond the current circumstance, that can really help you through difficult times. And by also doing visualization, that will help you manifest what you want quicker as well. Tip number eight is to take some time out. For me last week, this was so crucial. And taking rest is sometimes the most beneficial thing that you can do. I know it can feel really hard, but by having this time to actually rest, you have time to think and time to recharge And you just have unapologetic time to get back on track and make yourself feel better. And once you feel better and you've had time to focus on you, you're able to put your energy into other things. So it's so important to have time out and give yourself some space away from that problem to think about other things because there's more to life than just that one thing that's going on in that current moment. And by giving yourself that space, that mental space, you're going to feel more ready to come back to it later on. And you're probably going to think a lot clearer. So take some time to focus on mindfulness and do some things that really help you relax like go on a walk listen to some uplifting music or just engage in a hobby that you love and by doing this it will just really help replenish your energy and by you feeling better in yourself it can help you put a fresh perspective on the situation that you're going through my next tip tip number nine is to seek support so don't hesitate to reach out to your support system during these challenging times. A problem shared is a problem halved and your feelings, again, like I said earlier, are so valid. And by sharing them with people you trust around you, like your friends and family and a therapist, you can get invaluable insight, comfort, and encouragement from them. And it's not something that you can keep to yourself. And you might be able to get advice from someone who's been through the thing that you're going through right now and get a way clearer perspective just from chatting to them. So never feel like you have to keep things to yourself. You'd be surprised how many people are out there who 
want to help you and who love you and who will be there for you. So seek support if you need it. Tip number 10 is to practice resilience. Resilience is such an amazing quality to have. If you can bounce back from setbacks quite quickly, you're going to be unstoppable and it's just going to help you have a way more positive mindset. It's going to help you embrace change and you're also going to be more open to learning from your failures. So becoming aware of how resilient you are is so helpful and is definitely something that we should all be striving to strengthen, you know? Tip number seven is to focus on the things that you can control. So during these times where you feel like things aren't going to plan, it's essential to redirect your attention to aspects of the situation that are within control. So for me, uh, I guess I can go into it a little bit, but one of the things that went wrong last week is that Basically, Brayden and I have been building a duplex as an investment property for the last couple of years, and it's been taking a really long time, and we haven't even started the build yet. It's been two years, and yeah, it's been delayed, but basically, we found out that the builders need a lot more money from us to go ahead with the build, and we potentially don't have the funds to do that. So we've been feeling a little bit stressed about that. So that's just like one of the things last week that wasn't really going to plan, but I have shifted my mindset around that a lot already just by doing these tips. But by focusing on what I could control, I ended up decluttering and organizing my whole apartment. And it seriously made me feel so much better because I can control it. Like this is my environment that I can control. I might not be able to control things with the other place yet, but I can control this. And I know that by me organizing and decluttering my apartment, I'm not actually physically fixing the situation with the duplex, but by being able to control something in my life, I felt so much better. There are so many ways that you can channel your energy towards the things that you do have control over and you can regain a sense of empowerment and you can make progress despite these challenges that are going on. So have a sit down and think about what things in your life you do have control over. And in these times of uncertainty, that can make you feel a lot better. And my last tip is to surrender to the universe and trust the process. I feel like I had to end on a bit more of a spiritual note, but I truly believe that surrendering and just trusting that everything is going to work out is just the biggest way to give yourself peace of mind. And it can be so comforting to let go and have faith that a greater plan is unfolding for you. And you might not know what that is yet, but it will work out in the end. I always say this to people and I truly believe it, but what's meant for you won't pass you. And even if you can't see that right now, you will. Everything will work out and it might not work out exactly how you expected, but it will be better for you. It will be more aligned. So really try to embrace this journey of life, the ups and downs, and just trust and surrender that everything's going to work out, even when there are little setbacks. So to summarize everything that I've just said, when things don't go to plan, it's so natural to feel like you don't have control and experience these negative emotions. Like that is human. But by implementing a few of these coping strategies that I just chatted about, like documenting your thoughts, gaining perspective, identifying solutions, focusing on attainable goals, finding positives, practicing self-care, etc., you can make it a lot easier for these negative emotions to not hang around as long and just embrace the challenges and trust that you're going to learn something from it as well. And these setbacks are going to 
really help you grow. Have a growth mindset and know that what you're going through now is going to make you so much more resilient moving forward and help you so much. So I want to end off this episode by sharing a quote, which is by Marilyn Monroe. And the quote is, sometimes good things fall apart so better things can fall together. And I thought that was a really great way to summarize this topic because I completely agree. Often it's hard to see at the time when things aren't going to plan that it's for the greater good. But you're learning so much along the way on this journey of life and it's all going to be okay. Let me reassure you. It's okay to feel these feelings of disappointment, but don't linger on them too much because there's so many things in life to be grateful for and often these feelings that you have right now are temporary and I don't say that to make you feel like your feelings are invalid because they're definitely not but hopefully that is of comfort to you and you can use this time to learn and grow. So I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. It definitely helped me by spending some time doing some research into this. It's just put everything into perspective for me. And I know that I've got these tools I can fall back on now when things don't go to plan because it's bound to happen. That's life. Like not everything goes exactly how you expect it to. And that's just how it is. But I truly do believe that everything happens for a reason. So I really hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode. If you did, please remember to leave a rating and review. That would mean so much to me. It really, really supports the podcast and helps other people see it. Plus, I love being able to hear your thoughts and read your reviews Like by taking a few minutes to do that. It's just going to make my day. And if you even feel like sending me a little message, like a DM on Instagram, I'd love to hear from you. You can message me on my personal one, Ella underscore Victoria with two A's or on the Inspired Mind podcast Instagram. And if you feel like sharing this episode with the people around you, one way you can do that is by taking a screenshot, sharing it on your story. And if you tag me, I can see it and repost. And I appreciate you all so much for supporting me and sticking around. And I'm so sorry that I took the week off last week, but it was completely necessary. I feel so much better for it. And I think that it led to a really important episode honestly today so I'm really glad that I managed to have the time to do the research into learning how to cope when things don't go to plan anyway thank you all so much for listening I hope you all have a great week and I'll speak to you in my next one bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 